Okay, Bokatov, today's daf is daf Yud in Sota. Daf Yud. Yesterday we got down about uh, halfway down the page. Tonorabonim, the two dots on Daf Yud Amaral. Tonorabonim, Hamisha Nivro, Main Dugma, Shon Malo. Five people were created with characteristics. Uh, of, so to speak, of their bone shalom. In other words, they were way above other human beings in a particular distinguishing mark that they had. And everybody who had that particular distinguishing character, that's what was their downfall. Shimshon as we know, Shimshon's great strength was his, was his power, but his power is eventually what, what brought him down because, his, uh, again, as we talked about his sexual strength and his, and, his, uh, and his physical power, but that eventually brought him down. Uh, Shol, but Savar Shol had a very long neck because we it's brought down in, Tana, in in the Navi that he had a tremendously long neck, and we'll see that was his that through his neck came his downfall. Of Sholem Besaro with his hair, as we'll see about that later on today. Tzitkiyah Be'enov and Asa Baraglov. Now Rashi says it's not clear where it's brought down that um, uh, we'll see later on that they were smitten in these things, and Tzitkiyah and Asa is not a pasuk. The other ones we know Shimshim we know his strength. Uh, Shalom talks about his hair, it's, it's, uh, and um, uh, Shimshun and Avshalom and Tzitkyo Be'ena. What, what's the other one? Uh, Shimshon, uh, Shal, Shal, Shal Besavar. That's it's mentioned that from from his neck upwards, he was taller than any other man. Nobody had a, like a, from the shoulders up. Nobody. Like, so Shimshon and Shal and Avshalom are all befeirish in the pasuk. Tzitkyo and Asa. Rashi says it's not in the Pusik, but we see later on from they because they were downfall was through their eyes and legs respectively. We see obviously that they had superior, uh, very distinguished uh, eyes and, and legs uh, respectively for Tzitkiyo and Asa. Now Shimshim Kocho. Now where do we see that, that they came down from there? And as we, the, the, the Pesukim that we're going to bring are proofs that they were smitten through those things. Shimshim Kocho through his power of Yasser Kocho Ma'elo. We saw that that was just, that's what happened. He lost his strength, and then everything everything went south. When he committed suicide, he took the the the, uh, the sword and he fell upon it. What does he mean? He fell upon it. Where where people do where uh, hereg or saif is done is with the neck. That's where that's where a person is, uh, is like you said, so to speak, beheaded. When they behead people, one of the mises bezdin also is uh, we have skilus ray for hereg and chenek. Hereg is uh, saif with the sword. And that's uh, beheading. So you see that he, he you know, that, that his distinct, we know that his distinguishing mark, which is big neck, was also where he had his downfall from. Avshalom Basaro, Kedivin Lemekamal, we're going to talk on Ahmed Bey's Mishim about Avshalom's hair. Kedivin Lemekamal, like we're going to say later on. Sikyo Be'enov, the Sib, as Enet Sikyo Iver, they blinded his eyes. And as he had, see from here that, that why Dafke his eyes? Because his eyes were his distinguishing characteristic. Also, Baraglav, the Sib, Rakl, Asik, and when he got older, Cholas Raglov, he had uh, a foot disease from a Marav Shafzaso Padgara that um, he was attacked by Padgara. Padgara they translate as gout. It might be something like that. It's also people affected uh, affect their legs. Amalei Marzutra Breda of Nachman of Nachman Hechi Dami Padgara. What is the what is Padgara like? They asked Rav Nachman, what is the uh, what is uh, this gout? What does it feel like? Amalei Kemachah Basmachah. It's like needles in live flesh, and it's a it's a uh, feeling that you're being uh, you're being pricked that you know that this this uh, this pain. Menoya hadar of Nachman no. Ikanami some say mechashavuchosh, but he himself had the disease. That's how he knew. That's maybe why they asked. Ikanami merabish or it could be that he heard it from his rebbe that uh, that's what the uh, gout what it uh, what the feelings like. Ikanami some say that Hashem told him 
he got it through Rachakodesh, as it says, Soda Shem Lireyav. Hashem tells his secrets to those who fear him, Uvriso Lohodiyam, and he makes known his uh, covenant to them. So it could be that the Nachman either had the disease himself, heard it from his Rebbe, or heard it directly from God. Dorosh Rava. Neiman Nenish Asa. Why was Asa punished with this uh, foot disease near the end of his life? Nesha Asa and Gari Betamechachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachach
So even if Avram, I'm not sure if Avram was still alive at that point, but, but the point is he had established a, uh, what we call a gamach, right? It was a gemilas chesed, so everybody would say, that's where she sat. That was the name of the place. Very simple. That was the name of the place. Avram died before all the Shvatim were born. Right. So therefore, it, it, they still, they still maintained it. Right, right. They, just made, they maintained it. You know, it was still, it was still a Hachnas Orchim place. And as everybody went there, they were still separate. That Aina here means that she gave her words eyes, meaning... She gave them meaning. She explained herself very well. It's like you gave it eyes, like, you know, knew exactly where to go. She knew how to explain herself. What do I mean? Kshetava, when Yehuda asked her to uh, cohabit with him, Amrla, when he proposed to her, Amrla, uh, he said, listen, I want to make sure that everything's okay. Are you a shiksa? After all, you remember, it's, it's the Pashib shot in the Pashib, she had a veil on, right? So he asked her questions. <clears throat> Even if he'd recognize, he wanted to know, maybe you're a shiksa. Maybe you're a married woman. I'm not. I'm not married. Which was the truth, right? She was the truth. Now, she, she, this is all the truth, presumably. She was a gyoris. She could have been a gyoris. And she, was, uh, she certainly wasn't married at that point because she the two sons of Yud had died. Shema. But yeah. So what? But maybe your father, even if you're... Maybe your father accepted Kedushin for you. <clears throat> and therefore, what, what's, what's the meaning of that? Maybe you're married. Now, Shema Kibbutz means apparently maybe you're, maybe you're married now without even knowing it. As we'll see, but there's more of a meaning to this. Yori, what's the difference if her father... Uh... Oh, very good, very good. But she has no father, right? She has no father. That's a good point. She's a girl. She has no father. And unless you say that... Um, but that's a good question. If, if, if she was a girl, she has no father. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see in a minute if the two things go together. But, and also, what, what's the point of Hashem Kedushim Kedushim baby Kedushim for? We'll, we'll see. Amrlei, you so many. Maybe she meant that she's a gyoris on one side. Not not clear. You know, maybe she if 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 her father was if they were Megayer before, so why would she be a gyoris, right? So maybe she looked like a shiksis, or maybe she meant she came from a family of gayrim. You know, there's all kinds of interpretations, right? Maybe she means she came from a family of gayrim. Amrlei, you know, you so many. I have no father. Another. So what is so? Shema Tmeat, maybe you're Tom, maybe you need Torah, I know I'm Torah. Now, what does all this mean? At the end of the day, you might ask a question, right? We all come from this, right? You, the Chavid Yuda comes from that. So didn't we come from an incestuous marriage? Right? Governor Melch comes from Right, huh? Governor yeah, come from incestuous marriage, right? So, in terms of, we always have these questions, Lefei Torah, we have a rule that, like, Yaakov, Yaakov married two sisters, right? So, how do you do that? That's also okay. It was only also after Torah, even though they all kept, uh, the others kept, kept all the Torah, but that they didn't keep, let's say. Okay, that, we always find a head for that. But here, you even talked about Yibum. Yibum existed even before Matan Torah, right? They, you're going to wait for your brother to be Miyabim, etc. And here it's a father-in-law. So, interesting here that Rashi says... So what does she say? She's a Yasoma, meaning that when she first married Ervona, she was a Yasoma. It's called she was a Soma. So therefore, she's a Yasoma. How could she get married? She was she was less than twelve years old. The answer is it's like Yasoma. It doesn't be Yasoma Chayavi. Her father's dead here. She's some who can marry her off her mother, her family, her mother, her brothers. It's not a kedushin to Raisa, right? It's only kedushin to Raisa if she stays married to him after twelve years old. So here it's a kedushin only draw Therefore, not really a kedushin. 
Therefore, when Aaron Onan died, she wasn't really, it, it was a nice way of saying it, but he wasn't prohibited to her. What is it? Why do we call that? The Gemara Yavama stuff, Daf Dalit says that's called uh, that a person is mutter to marry anusus of him, futus of him. In other words, if a, if a man slept with a woman out of wedlock, only Rabbi Yudas Machman said that there's a law there. But according to Rabbana, we Paskin, it's not us, sir. If a man slept with a woman out of wedlock, his son can marry that woman. So that's what happened over here, too. Says Rashi, so many, but you Tano. I was at a Visiuni Imi Bachiai. My mother, my brother's married. But ain't a suin la'er, but on in Klum, lesser love, Mishum Koloso. Yehuda was not, Tamar was not really his daughter in law halachically. It wasn't real marriage, therefore, it's not a kala. There's a svar that uh, Tamar was the daughter of Shem, but that doesn't work out chronologically, says Rashi. So the point is, though, very simply, she was still a 10-year-old girl now. And when she was married to Erva Onan, she was even less. There was never a marriage there. And therefore, Yehuda did not marry his daughter-in-law. He married a total penuya. Solves a lot of problems, huh? The notes here say that Really? To, to, to yeah. So he uh-huh. still became the rights to marry her off. To marry her off. Yeah, that's the Gershon's character, not married al at all. Doesn't that, yeah? It says in theory, it's, it's, they're considered like uh, newborn. Right, right. But, but he still writes. But the Raisa, maybe Rabbonin, but not the Raisa. Okay, so maybe, maybe, maybe your father married you after Rabbonin. Anyway, so that was the, that was the point. All right, so that, that, that solves it. You could say she's literally a or herself. I would have said she comes from a family of Gairim or something like that. You know, the point is that she's not a shiksa. All the, the answer was only that she's not a shiksa. Very good, okay. I'm going to ask him when we finish this piece, what is this Gemara doing here? We're at the two dots, now four lines from the bottom of the page if you lost your place. It says Avram Avinu, he planted an eshel, he planted a tree. Eshel is a kind of a tree. He planted trees there. He made an orchard. He planted all kinds of fancy trees there. Rabbi Yudha learned it differently. Chadamar says it's a pardus, correct. He planted a pardus. He made there a little hotel. And what's the lotion of Eshel? Like we say, Eshel is and Lina, right? That's how it is. I'm surprised you know that, that, that. That's when people get reimbursed. You go on a business trip, give me, I get the eshel, put it on my salary there. Rashi, huh? I didn't know that. You, you didn't know that? No, you didn't, you didn't know the Hebrew. So, you know, look here, it's the same. Every, here, everybody, everybody who works in an office and has to get reimbursed, give me the eshel. But Rashi, Rashi says over here, it's achil v'levia. And then you give him the food, and then you, 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 you escort him on the way out. Levia is like a Levaya, you escort him. So even though it, it, it means over here, here clearly it means Lina too, because he's talking about a Pundak, right? But he's, he says that the, that the Lama, it's, and generally it's referred to Achilles Dia Lina. Rashi says it's Achilles Dia Levia. Anyway, the point is he, he, he made a hotel. So the Gemara says, Vishlam, Elamandam, or Pardis, Hanav Savaita. You plant a torture. That's why he says, Vaita. Elamandam, or Pundak. What do you mean? You don't plant a hotel. My Vaita. It says in Tanakh, and then it says, he planted the tents of his palace, meaning you find the lotion of planting by a building as well. Okay, so there's a machlokis there. Did he make a pundak? Because was a, you know, he made it for people there as a, as a convenience. He planted a hotel there, not because he was part of the Holiday Inn or Marriott chain. It was because he wanted to do chesed. And he called out over there, B'shem, uh, B'shem Hashem and he called there 
by the shame of Hashem. What do you mean he called over there? Dafka in the hotel. You make a base medrash for that. What's probably he made it in the hotel? Amr Shlokash Altikr Vayikra. Not that he called. Ela Vayakri. He made them call out. What's the job? Malamich Hikri Avram Avinu Lishmo Shalkash Barhu Bepekol Avrashav. Avram Avinu put the put God's name put God's uh, the the name of God into everybody there who passed through. Kol Avrashav Ketzad. So after they ate and drank, you know, he gave them, he gave them the, the see, he didn't have to stay overnight, he didn't say after they slept. He says it could be that it was, just, you know, you could just stop in for a meal. You ate and you drank, and he, and he put them back on his way. He showed, he showed them in the right direction. After they ate and drank, they got up to bless him. He didn't charge, so they, they, he, he got, they got up to bless him. You think you ate my food? You ate from God's food. You should you should thank and praise and bless Hashem, the one who said Vayolam. And that's that's why Vayakri, you know, is that he made them call there in at, at the hotel, Vayikrosham, there, Bashem there, Vayikrosham. He he made them call out Hashem's name. Now now we go back to Yehud and Tamar, Vayar Yehuda Vechvelzona. What is this Gemara doing over here? The Gemara here of we know we're talking about. Okay, we talk about Shimshan, you know, that the, the, what, what you do is, you know, what you do, you get paid back for. Mita connect and Mita. This is all a continuation of the Mita Shadam Modin Lo. Ken. Okay. No, Yudan Tamar we got into because of Timna. Because we mentioned Timna. Shimshan was on Timna, you know, you have to have an order for the tangent. But what is this Gemara over here? Where all of a sudden we go back to Bereshit, Vayit, Eshel, What does Gemara do over here? So I think it's very simple. Yeah, okay, that could be. That, that could be. Okay, but it's, a, it's also, it, that, that's right. That, that could be because of Pesach but it's, also this is the continuation of the previous thing. We talked yesterday about Avimelech, that the Shvu Avimelech ceased now. Remember the case says, uh, Israel. Why? Why? Because it's Vayochal, the 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 uh, when Avimelech made uh, made Avram swear and to Shaker Li Ulanini Ulanechdi. The top line of this page. That's the next pasuk is Shel. Forget it. They made a deal. Okay, we're not going to hurt each other. And then he planted the tree, or he planted a uh, hotel. It's all connected. Yeah, that's the connection. Okay. Vayar Yudav Echshel Zona. Yuda saw her and he thought she was Zona. He kissed up and because she covered up her face. Just the opposite. Usually the Zonos <coughs> are not so sneistic. So what do you mean? Because she covered up her face, he, he thought her was Zona. She kissed up and basically not that she covered up her face now. <coughs> she covered up her face while she was living in his house and in, in his house when she was married to Ervona. He didn't know what she looked. Whichever kala is a tznuah in her father-in-law's house, she zochah to have kings and uh, prophets come out of her. We saw from Tamar, Nevi'im d'chsev chazon Yishayahu ben Amotz, right? And we'll see in a second that Amotz was from the Shevet of Yudah. Melachim Yidavid, Damar Ablevi, Dover Zem, and then we have a Kabbalah, we have a Sayyidah, they were brothers. So since we know that Amatzia was from the Malchus of Yehuda, he was a king in Yehuda, and Amos was his brother, so Amos was also from the tribe of Yehuda. So you see from Tamar, Tamar, Amos and Amatsia were brothers, obviously both came from, they were Yeshevi, came from Tamar, and Tamar was over to that because she was a Tznu of Beis Chamiya. Rashi says here, Therefore, he didn't recognize her, and it's Vav of the Zion, 
Rashi says, in the Bach, he says, he thought this was Tamar. In other words, that's what he, that's what he, he had a feeling, you know, a person knows, you know, he sort of knew who she was, you know, he was there. He had a feeling it was her, but he made a mistake. He says, because I know Tamar, Tamar's at Snua, this girl's a Zona, what's going on over here? That's why he was fooled. Okay. <coughs> so, um, Himut says, the Pusik goes on, of course, she was taken out to be, uh, to be burned at the stake, right? That's what they said. Look, she committed, when they saw that she was pregnant, they said, look, she was, uh, she's the Yavama Lashuk. They didn't know the whole story. It technically, technically uh, you know, the way we said it now, the way she explained herself, she wasn't even married to Erva Ona, and therefore wasn't, uh, it was just, she was just a Pnuya. But in any case, that's what they thought of her. So they were taking her out. So the Gemara, Mitutzes mi boili. Mutsas sounds like Rosh Hashanah, like she was found out. Mitzas means like you found out something like a metzia. If you want to say she was taken out, the correct way is to say he mitutu, he he mitutzaat. She was being taken out. Me boil. Amr Blazer. Lachshen nimtu simona. He mutzes means was found out. What was found out? Amr Blazer. Lachshen nimtu simona. Once the simona, his simona. Remember the Yehuda's stick and all his belongings there, his wallet, whatever he had there. When they when they found that, she brought that stuff out. Boss Samal. Samal was the was a was a evil uh, malach. Either the Sutton, it could be. But Rashi says that it was the it's the Sar uh, of Edom who was going to be smitten later on by David. The Samal came Verichkan and he moved them away. In other words, he sort of pushed away those Simonim so that the whole thing would not be revealed that it was Yehuda, and therefore Tamar would die, and therefore there wouldn't be a tribe of Yehuda afterwards, and therefore and therefore Adam would be saved. Rikan, Ba Gavriel, Gavriel, the good the good the mouth came, Bakirvan, and he brought the Simonim back, Hanrasiv, Lam Natseach, to the conductor, Al Yonas Elam Rachokim, on the Yonas Elam, Yonas Elam is like a quiet, a, a, a non-speaking dove, Rachokim far away, Ledovid Michtam, for David this is a Michtam. What, what do those words mean? Once the Simonim were pushed away, meaning that she couldn't, uh, she couldn't um, um, confront Yehuda with the Simonim, Nasus Kiyona Ilmes, she was like a, uh, a dove that couldn't speak. Ledovid Michtam, Menu David, that David came out of her, of her. David was going to come out of, David, of uh, Tamar eventually. He was mach, meaning lowly. He was, he was humble. And he was a straight person. He was, a, he, was a, he was 100% honest in all his ways. That's the shot of michtam. The word michtam is hard to explain. So he says what michtam means. It's mach v'tam. And when the, when the, uh, when the simonim were moved away, she, she had nothing to say. That was her proof. It's like, you know, here's the evidence. The evidence got lost suspiciously. You know, the evidence got uh, just, it, 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 uh, they had it in the evidence room and it was locked away. And when they went to get it, it was gone. Samal took it away. A person's born and he's going to have a mila. So when he has a mila, there's a maka there. Obviously, they, they cut away flesh. There's a maka. So it was going to be his maka. His was already complete. It was already finished because he was born mahul and he didn't need a breast mila. That's why, in other words, why it's called mechtam, that is maka. Machir does not mean lowly or humble, but it means his, um, his wound was already complete. A third explanation, mechtam, that mechtam, here it, it, it's like we said originally that the mach refers to an anav, that he was an anav. 
But it means in this sense here, Michtam Chemshik Venusa, just like before he became king, Hiktinatsmo, he made himself small, the same way when he was a god, when he became king also, the same thing that um uh, when he got also, he became he made himself small. He always stayed in Anav. So here, Mach means the same, but Rashi explains it a little bit differently in terms of the Tam. Rashi says, um, that is that his that not we said before that Mach Tam Mach is humble. Tam means that he was Tam. He was a complete Ish Tamim in his Drachim. Here he says that his humbleness, his humility, was complete before and after. His, his humility was complete. He didn't change. His humility didn't change just because he became king. Find, go find that by somebody else, right? And she sent this to her father-in-law saying, Lo, the one who these things belong to, Anochi Hara, I've become pregnant from him. But Tamalaymeim is a famous Gemara. Why didn't she just tell him? She sent a messenger to, to uh, Yehuda saying, you know, uh, these are the things. Do you, do you know this guy? Why didn't she just say, I know they're yours? Amar of Zutra, why are yours? It's, it's, these are yours. Amar of Zutra, Bartuvia, Amarav, Amilo, Amarav, Chana, Babisna, Amarav, Shimon, Chasidov, Amilo, Amarav, Yochram, Shim, Shim, Ben Yochai. This is such a famous memra that is attributed to many people. Better that a person should fall into a furnace, in other words, should be burnt at the stake, rather than embarrass somebody. She didn't want to embarrass him. How do we know that? Because that's what Tamar did. She could have confronted him and said, It's yours, but she said, Listen, Please, do you know who they belong to? Haker no. Please recognize these. We'll talk about them. Amrav Chama Brav Chanina, Bahaker Biser Loviv. He told his father, again, Mida Kanegamida in the previous parak in Lamed Zion, Brachis Lamed Zion, he said uh, to his father, Hey, Dad, do you recognize this uh, bloody shirt who it belongs to? You know, is it, is it your boy Yosef's Hakana? So he said it that, Bahaker Bisru, they got back the same thing. Do you recognize this? They called him, Dad, do you recognize this? A little while later, she told him, do you recognize this? Everything is mida kenegin mida. Bahakar bahakar bisru, bahakar biser. Again, see, here, here you see that this uh, whole story with Yehud and Tamar was not simply because of Timnah, it's also mida kenegin mida. It has many reasons why it's brought down to be bahakar bisru. Hakano, haksonas bincha, he recognizes, he goes, bahakar biser, hakano, haksonas bincha, is this your son's shirt? Bahakar bisru, hakano. Do you recognize who this belongs to? No. Why, why no? Why don't you just say haker? No. Please. Please recognize it. I'm begging you. Recognize the face of your brother. In other words, be Don't make me go down. And don't hide your eyes from me. Please. I'm begging you. I'm not, gonna, I'm not turning you in, but please be moda yourself. You recognize by Yomer Tzotkin She's been more righteous than me. In other words, I'm moda that it's mine. So many. Hainu da Amr of Chanina Bar Bizna Amr of Shem Chasida Yosef Shekidish Shem Shemayim Baseiser. Yosef was Mekadesh Shemayim Baseiser. In other words, when when he restrained himself with Baishes Potiphar, Zochavos Sifulo Os Achas Mishmoshik Shbarchu. He got one letter from Mekadesh Shbarchu's name added to his name. The Pesiv it says Edus Be Yosef Samo. They put the testimony by and, and Shem's testimony was given to Yosef, but he's called Yehosef. Actually, he had a Shem. He had a one letter of Shem's name added to him. Yehuda Shekidish Shem Shemayim for Hesus Mekadesh for Hesus because publicly he said, "Look, I've I've sinned. It's it's me." Zocha v'nikra kulo al shmoshakosh baruch. He was Mekadesh Shemayim 
And Befarez, so therefore his whole name, basically, Yehuda's whole name, has Hashem's name in there. Even if he hadn't admitted it, wouldn't it be self-evident? I mean, the seal, the tomb, I mean, these are all things that you know. No, no, he knew, he knew and she knew. Nobody else, they also, nobody else knew. What, a seal? They don't know that it's the... They, they, they didn't stamp it in public out there. It's just like, you know, it's like his ring. You know, it's like his ring. So yeah, they didn't, you know, they, they didn't have a full, a full court uh, um, investigation with the police and trying to go after him. You know, he was in charge over there. So he just said, he was, you're right, you're right, you know. Anybody who knew, maybe, maybe other family members would have known, but there was nobody else there. Apparently, had he not been murdered, they wouldn't have known. <clears throat> Even though Yehuda had that name before, obviously, but he was so... He sent her back to her father's house. Yeah, yeah. She wasn't taking it back. Yeah, right, right. So, uh, I mean, it was a staff. It wasn't just a, you know, it was a big thing, but, you know, that's what she said. Apparently, nobody else knew. Yeah. So Yehuda, she kid a shesh of her ass, and she said, I'm going to go to Omar Tzotim, and once he was moda, and he said, she's, uh, she's more righteous than me, in other words, she's right. Yatza Baskov, Omar, Ata Yitzalta, Tamar, you saved Tamar. Bushnebaran or two kids who were she was pregnant with, Menaor from the from the fire. Hayecha, I swear by Allah, Shani Matzal, Bishuska, Gimel, but I'm gonna save three of your kids. By the way, this is a little hint of what we're gonna have tomorrow, Mitzashem, that we talk about uh that the Mida Kanek and Mida, all these things they were they were they had guy in this, so they got paid back with that. Shimshan had guy in this, he got paid back with that. But we also said in the mission it's also Latov, right? Like with Miriam and others that People do good, you get bad, bad, good also. But when you pay that good, you get that even more. Here you see it also, but not more because here it's three people. Or I'm going to save three of your kids. That's, I guess it's really three. It's not more. Here it's the same. I'm going to save three of your sons. Then I'm going to save them in return for you having saved Tamar and the kids. How, do you, how did he know? In other words, if she was a Zona, how did he know she was pregnant? They didn't have a, a test over there, or some sort of a test to say that he was the, a paternity test. Maybe she was Mazana from somebody else too. How did he know? So Yatza Baskov Amra, Mimeni Yatsukvushim. The Baskol said, like put it in, in, his, in his words, Vayomer Baskol Amra, the Baskol said, Mimeni. It's for me when he said, you know, when, when, he, when the first the Baskols came out and said, Right, but Yatsa Baskal said, You say this. The Baskal also said that it, it t- told him it came from me. The Kvushim, the Kvushim are the hidden ones, right? The secret here, it came from these secret ones. Why it's called secret ones, Rashi says, Kvushim, um, uh, Kvushim, Dover Alumim, Shinigzubul Fonai, Shiatsa Hanik, Shiatsum Zlochim. I do, and it was, it was a hidden thing, Shinigzubul Fonai, Shiatsum Zlochim. It was, it was like a Baskal said that, uh, that the kings are going to come out of this woman. And since he knows that the king has to come from Shevet Yehuda, says Gur Arya Yehuda, so he knew it came from him. Because he, and it was the Baskal also said, how did the Baskal? Because Baskal said this lady is going to give birth to the to the future to the to the you know the ancestors of the king. And since they had to come from him, so he knew it was from him. Rashi's Kfushim was like you know Bahadi Bahadi Kifshu the Kuchibruchu, the famous story with uh, with Yeshaya and Menasha. Yeshaya was, uh, was was the grandfather. And he said, you know, when he said he's not, Menashe said, you know, uh, and, and he went to his uh, to the son. He said, you know, you, you have Joseph, you don't want to have children. He says, no, I know, I know that I'm going to have a grandson, Menashe, so I don't want to have kids. He says, Bahadi Kafshurachmona, Lomelacha, what is your business? You have to do your thing. You have a mitzvah approval, we have to mitzvah approval. What the Baruch will do later on, that's not your business. The Lo Yosef He says, and the Pasuk Shat, the Pasuk Shat, and the Pasuk is, what does it mean, Lo Yosef Oladata? At that point, once the Sot can be many, and he realized he was one, then he didn't know her anymore. That's a Pasuk Shat. But the way we explain this is, remember, where did we send off that this was a mala? He just gave, he just, he just impregnated her with the future kings. 
It wasn't Znus because she wasn't really his daughter-in-law. Because you know it says that she's his own Right. Oh, it says that she she thought she went out for Znus. That's okay. She went out for Znus, but she wasn't uh, but she wasn't his daughter-in-law. That's the key. She was she was a Pnui at that point. You're right. They weren't married before Matan Torah. Nobody was really married, right? But there's Znus there. She said so. So he was Mazana, but it wasn't it wasn't uh, incest, right? It wasn't this. So he says Amr Shmuel Amr Shmuel Saba Chamua. The Shmuel Saba, the father-in-law of Rav Shmuel Barami Mishmed Rav Shmuel. He said it in the name of his father-in-law. Also, father-in-law, Tamar, and the father-in-law. Kivin Shiyada Shuvlo Posak Mimena. No, once he knew, he didn't stop. In other words, now he took her for a wife. Kivin Shiyada, once he understood what was going on, he knew that she was the one. And he realized now, Rashi says, Shiyada Bashit Sadekes Lashem Shemaim Niskavna. She knew that she was supposed to give birth to. In other words, she wasn't went out Stamfers. No, she wasn't taking anybody over there. She wasn't selling herself to anybody. She went out Dafka to seduce him because she knew that she was going to give birth to the future kings, and the future kings had to come from Yehuda. Well, it couldn't be the little boy, the little kid was, uh, the little brother was too little, right? Shayla Bani, so it had to be from Yehuda. So she, all, she did her husband. Once he knew it was all the Shem Shemayim, it was Mina Shemayim, the Shem Shemayim, says, you know what, he's going to marry her. How do you say, Yosef, Yosef means not anymore, Yosef means without, without stop. Which is the same word. A call, a a call, a a a powerful uh, uh, noise that didn't stop. That's by, of course, by Matan, by Harsinai, Matan Torah. So there it's what's called Loyosaf. It was without stop, right? Uh, uninter- uninterrupted. Here also, Loyosaf means he didn't interrupt from knowing her anymore. I've shown this Gobasar of Shalom. So he was one of the ones we said that he was in school with his great hair. Famous story of Rav Shalom. Tanabon Rav Shalom Bissaro Morad. He rebelled with his hair. In other words, it's the beauty that it, of his hair. He had this tremendous big hair, the big chup, that, that caused him to rebel. Beauty. Shinemar Rav Shalom. Ukav Shalom. There was nobody as pretty as him. Nobody was as handsome as him. He was a Nazar Olam, which means he only he shaved like once a year just when it was Hichbet Olam, when he had a lot of hair. Once a year he would shave his hair, he covered a love. It was heavy for him, the hair. It weighed 200 shekel by the stone of the king. Meaning, you know, there was a weight. There was a weight that they uh, called the shekel. And it weighed 200 times. When they put it on the balance scale, that's how much hair he had. It's the stone that the people of Tferia and people of Tzipori use, and that's in the north of Israel, both these places. They use that to, uh, to weigh. So that's how much it weighed. It, it was a tremendous amount. And, and that, that was, was his gaiva, and that brought us down. Lefichach, because his gaiva was through his sar, and that caused him to rebel against his father. Because of that, he was hung by his hair. Shalom, Sholom, Lifnei, Avdei David. He uh, met them, called before them. He was walking. He was riding on a mule. And the mule passed by a large branch of the of the Ella tree. And Ella is a tree. And Ella is a kind of a tree. It's a kind of a tree. Hagdola, uh, this large Ella tree. And uh, his uh, his hair, his head got caught in the uh, in the tree. And as it grabbed his his uh, his uh, hair. And he was suspended between the heavens and the earth. And as he was hanging in midair, uh, and as the the, horse, the mule ran, ran out, kept on going, and he was suspended there up in the up, up in the uh, up in the sky. 
Shakal Sasiri took a sword, but on this guy he wanted to cut it. He wanted to take a sword out and cut himself down. At that time, Nifka Shaomi Tachta. He, he, he saw the, uh, the grave, the, the, the depths, like, you know, like, uh, hell was sort of opened up, cracked open b- b- below him, and he was afraid to cut himself down, he would have fallen down to Shaol. Vayigaz HaMelech, and the Melech heard about this, and he, and he shook, Vayal Elias Ashari went up to the, uh, to the chamber on top of the gate. Vayev, can he cry when he heard what happened, to Sh- that they, they had killed him there, that Shaol was killed there, Vakoam, and this is what he said, uh, and this is what he said, as he walked, Bini uh, Shalom, Bini is the famous uh, line, the famous uh, wailing. Bini Shalom, Bini, my son of Shalom, my son, Bini Shalom, Mitem Amosi, Musi Ani Tachtecha, Rabbi, I would have died instead of you. Avshalom, Bini, Bini, and it says, and, and he mentions his name, Avshalom, and he mentions Bini eight times. Amelech Lot, as Panavi covered his face, Faizak Amelech called Godel, cried again, Bini Avshalom, Avshalom, Bini, Bini. Hani Timya, Bini, Lomli, Hani Timya, uh, these uh, uh, eight times, Zimni, Hani Timni Zim, these eight times that he mentioned me, Lam Waitzem. Shiva das gimme Shivim Marure Medure Gehenim. Seven of them were to bring him up, and as because he had sinned so badly, he was destined to go to the lowest level of Gehenim. So the beneath the, the seven times was to lift him up from the seven levels of Gehenim. The Idach and, the, and the, the eighth time that he mentioned Mani is a machlokas. What's that for? Ikan army. Some say the Karvaish that his head, which had been split from the rest of his head, if from the rest of his body he had been decapitated, and so they killed him, should at least be rejoined to his body. Ikan army. Some say Dasi Lama also that it brought him up to the next level to Olam Haba. Avshalom Lokach. When I goes back a little bit, Avshalom Lokach. What happened? Avshalom. He took, what did he take? And he set up like a monument in his lifetime. What does it mean, my Lakachamashlakashlakachmekrahatzmo? Got a bad deal. He took a bad deal for says, He wanted to set himself up to be, excuse me, to be the king. So he took this, so to speak, like a monument. What did he want from him? He wanted a monument. What does it mean? He, he wanted to make not not literally a matzeva, but he wound up with it, which was uh, he wound up with a literal matzeva, the yad of yad of shalom. But he wanted to set himself up to be the king. That's what he wanted to be his uh, his legacy. Um, this is all part of when it says emek hamelch. Pashim shad is means in the valley of the king, but it means the deep in the deep thoughts of malch shalom. In other words, the whole thing was brought about. Because it was from the deep thoughts of Hashem. Hashem, Hashem the punishment that Avshalom received, that he was killed, was all part of Xerus HaKadosh Baruch Hu because of the story of David and Bathsheba. Rashi says, that he should lose a son, that's, why it's all, that's all part of the whole story. I'm going to bring some evil from your house. Didn't say it was Avshalom. Maybe Avshalom deserved it because of his gaiva. But he was destined in to lose a son because of the story of Bathsheba. He also find a similar thing with the word Emek. They said, who's that? That's when Yaakov sent Yosef to look for his brothers. He sent him Emek Hebron. The Pashim Shad is Emek Hebron was that from, you know, Emek Hebron from the Valley of Hebron. But Eitz Amuka in the deep thought of Shalosot Tzadik, Shekavar Bechever. In other words, the deep thought that Hashem had with Avram, the Tzadik who was, the first Tzadik who was the first man who was buried in the Hebron. Adam Rishi. Uh, uh, yeah, well, okay, but it was the first, 
you know, the tzaddik, yeah. you know, he's not thought of as the first Jew, let's call it, right? The first Jew who was buried in Hever, and Adam, Adam was not known as a tzaddik. Shall also tzaddik shechaver hever, and luchsiv yadoateira kigeri yezaracha, right? Um, uh, that you will know kigeri yezaracha, that, that, your, that, your, uh, that your children will be a gerim. So because of that, this is the, and this is the beginning of the, of the uh, Golos, when he sent Yosef, and then, you know, and then they sold Yosef, etc. That was the beginning, that was the, that, that's, 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 that started it all. That's the idea that Hashem told Avram Yadadik Yizer Zaracha, and by Shechem he sent him from Amek from that deep thought that Avram, that Hashem had told Avram, you're going to go down, uh, that your children will be gay, will, will be in, going to Golos. That started now. When he sent Yosef out, that started the procession leading down to Golos, and that's the Amek Hevron, the deep thought that he had originally. Kelmer Ainli Ben, Avshet says, Avshom says, I had no children. He had three sons, Bas and one a daughter. He knew he had no son who was worthy of the of the um, uh, of the monarchy. For different reasons, we know whoever burns down his neighbor's his neighbor's uh, farm, his neighbor's tfua, produce, he doesn't leave a son to inherit him. He he had destroyed Yoav's field. El Yadi, look at next to me is the Chelik of Yoav. Velo Sham Saurmi's got there barley. Lachuvetzisuabeish, go light it in fire, go burn it down. So one shot is that he had no son who was Roy. Another son is that, in other words that he knew that he wasn't going to leave anybody over anyway because of the sins that he had done here. Then tomorrow's Gemara goes Yinatova that Hashem pays back good for good for good, not only equal but even more. If you do good, you get paid even more. Again, five twenty and five twenty will carry into next week also Sunday Monday. We'll be doing it at 520. So it's 520 until further notice.